Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with my good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. It's Friday. We got there. Lots of excitement, lots of football to talk, lots of basketball. There'll be superhero talk. There'll be fruit of the year discussion, uh, uh, America's team or not. Oh, this America's team, Dave, you really you really started up something special here. We're getting it from all ends over who's couldn't leave well enough alone and, and just have the Cowboys, everyone's favorite, everyone's America's team, remain America's team. No, you opened up a can of worms and now everybody wants their team represented. I know you're, you're almost breathless. I think you're so excited. You're so overwhelmed by everything sports and otherwise that you almost forgot Charlotte's last name. I felt like there, right? Did, <laughs> what do you mean? I thought, what you know, did I say? Charlotte? What? Oh yeah. Wild. I felt like, did there, you? There was, I didn't register a, you had a that. lot. Oh, you didn't. So it did? I, no, I, I, I listen, I'm a hundred percent with you. And I just want to say to sports America, I'm not a man of division. I'm a man of peace. I want us to rally oh. around thought- a team. I'm not trying to to, you know, put borders between us. I'm trying to bring us together. That's why the Buffalo right. Bills are America's team. I Red, feel like Sal blue. and I both thought you were going to say I'm not a van- man of division. I'm a man of multiplication. <laughs> did your, <laughs> I did, I did did your brain go? I was like, that's the joke, a little right? Bit. I don't uh, I it, for the record don't like division or any math that extends past the time <laughs> tables. It's all it's it, all unnecessary. Okay. My defense of uh I don't think I botched Charlotte Wilder's last name, but she did get married in fact Thursday night, so I didn't know had she made the switch uh, legally or not for the last name change. No, I, I don't did. Know. I'm who did, stuff who did who did I marry? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't know yet? Okay. No, this well, is incredible. You know what? We'll save it for the uh, bottom of the show. We'll okay. save also for the end of the show. We have the extra points for extra pay parlay. What we do is we each pick a game. We make a parlay out of it, a three-team parlay, and FanDuel boosts not only the points, but the odds on the parlay. We're going to do that at the end. Let's read some uh, email, first of all. Back to this America's team nonsense here. The extra points gang at gmail.com from Adam Zimmerman. Cousin Sal. What is this nonsense from dumb Dave Damashek about trying to give the title of America's team to anyone other than our beloved Cowboys? Football is Texas, and Texas football is the Dallas Cowboys from Tech Shram to Zeke Elliott. No one delivers must-see entertainment like the boys in the silver and blue with the big stars on their helmets and God looking down through the roof. Which team has the highest ratings? Which team is worth the most money? Which team does America enjoy watching on the most American holiday of Thanksgiving Dallas Cowboys, that's who. Not the Dirty Steelers, not the Shady Patriots, the Cowboys. <laughs> Enough with your jive, Damashek. Besides that, love the pod, especially Charlotte, Lakai, and my fellow tribe members, Adam and Austin. He makes a lot of good points, Dave. And the, the, the one that we hadn't hit yet is the Thanksgiving thing. What is more American than Thanksgiving? The Cowboys play all the time on Thanksgiving. And if Eric Shanks... The president of Fox Sports went to Roger Goodell and said, hey, we want to switch out the Cowboys every year for the Bills. Uh, your your choice for America's team. They would I think they would drug test them immediately. <laughs> I mean, it's it's sad yeah, the, the, that this is I, what, I it comes, what it comes down to for you is is where it hits in the wallet. I'm, I'm aiming at the heart, friend. I'm aiming at the gut. You're all about jersey sales. And by the way silver and blue is that what they wear that sounds like a description oh, 
That sounds like a description of the Detroit Lions. I have no idea what that weird color pants that the, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, that shiny, listen to you. that shiny pair of pants is. And I also resent the Dallas Cowboys. That Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving game window equals when most of America is eating their Thanksgiving dinner. People all watch the Lions. That's a discussion for another time. Why must we be yes, perennially is. tormented by Detroit Lions football on Thanksgiving? I guess it it gives us a sense of you're, as you're, football you're fans. Si- you're getting sidetracked because it's I the highest rated it. game on Thanksgiving, the Cowboys. Go ahead, Charlotte. It well, because well, people reason- leave their TVs on. The reason that we're subjected to the Lions is because they want to make us thankful on Thanksgiving. We need to be grateful for what we do have by being made very (laughs) aware of what Detroit doesn't have. I think it's just a service to the American people. (laughs) See, see America could be worse. This could be your favorite football team. (laughs) I don't feel the point, right? I don't don't feel like you're defending me there, Charlotte. I'm okay. not. I'm not defending you. I do appreciate um, Adam's shout out to me. I don't appreciate the shady Patriots, but they cancel each other out. So Adam, I guess they do. Adam, we're good. And the Lakayam at the end. All right, one more from Sean Schroyer. Hey gang, longtime listener, first time email. I can honestly say I've had my biggest, most fulfilling laughs since COVID started listening to the show. So thank all three of you for that. Uh, and he'll producer Jim Cunningham. My obligatory words of kindness for Charlotte are she is my pick for podcast personality, sports gambling, lilting laughter, breakout star of 2020. Wow, I didn't know that was a category, but all right, that's good. Uh, But enough (laughs) about her. I couldn't help but notice last episode when Sheck was discussing Sony Michelle, he had a slip of the tongue and referred to him as finishing as a finishing peach. For the Patriots, I guess. Peach <laughs> I noticed of that too. I noticed that too. I loved it. <laughs> did check. Did you inadvertently give us a hint at your leader in the clubhouse for 2020 fruit of the year? Please comment. Give us some insight for uh, your 2020 fruit of the year analysis. Oh, God. And Charlotte, please tell Dave why he's wrong. Thanks, gang. Sean S. There you go. All right, Dave. I don't know. You, we hit on this a little bit. You have a fruit of the year award every year. You did mention it was a bombshell. You're. You're singling out the apple. It's getting its own category this year. That's right. And I do encourage everybody to go back to uh, our last episode, a delightful one with uh, mm. with your cousin Jimmy something or other. With, um, one of the late night. Jimmy, Wilder. Whichever one. Jimmy yeah. Cano. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wilder, yeah. Um, yeah, listen, I, I perhaps on the fruit front with peach and otherwise Freudian, I don't know what it was. Maybe I've already said too much about it. But mm. um, oh my God. Many many Maybe. would say many would say that I said too much on the subject about twenty seven years ago. Right. Um, yeah, listen, it's all, all bottom line is we're heading into an exciting time. Yes, NBA finals are about to go down here, NFL football, college football. But the biggest race of them all, fruit of the year, is into the home stretch as we hit October. It's going to be exciting. Watermelon, all the apples out there. I've already announced that the white peach is out of the running for a poor showing again. But the but his brother, oh. the yellow peach, is right in the thick of things. Red grapes, <laughs> so on. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exhilarating. All right. Charlotte, you gave us your pick on the Jimmy episode the other day. Uh, he he uh, championed. Well, cherry tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And you said you, you're doing a good job in your, your backyard, too, growing those. Yeah, I had some real good luck with cherry tomatoes this year. Um, <laughs> I do feel like... I like the I like the choice of tomato for its novelty, right? Like, And there's nothing mm. better than a really perfect cherry tomato. I actually do believe that. But as I was thinking mm. about it afterwards, I was like, 
is that enough of a fruit though, right? Like when no. you think, you know, like so I feel a little bit like maybe I got out over my skis and got really excited in the moment about my beautiful cherry tomatoes. I, I feel like I might be leaning towards peach, but oh, I don't know. Right. I mean, should we save this? Like, should we save this? Yeah, for we the, could save it. You know, the, the only thing words? I want to say about it, I, I really don't care about any of this, but here's what I'm doing with fruit. And it's uh, it, everyone, it's getting everyone in the house crazy. And people think, my wife is like, oh, you you couldn't be more lazy. It, really, this is such a lazy move. But I think it's uh, I'm going above and beyond. Let me just explain to you. I am a, a very fat man and I'm trying to lose weight. So we have these these uh, vanilla yogurts. It's a no flavor yogurt. And it's the worst thing in the world. No one could actually say do you mean they plain? enjoy the, the, yeah, plain yogurt. Yeah. What okay. do I say? Is it you vanilla? Said vanilla. My, my, vanilla is different from plain. Vanilla is different. OK, it is plain. It is absolutely there's nothing to it. And people who say, oh, no, I like it. They're out of their minds. So what you have to do is you have to jazz it up a little. Right. You mm -hmm. have the the sweetener, which we have in liquid form, which is dietary sugar, whatever the hell it is. All right. And then I like to put fruit on it, but I don't like getting the, the knife out and everything. I like a strawberry and a pineapple, but I don't want to bring a, a, a separate plate and then a napkin and then a knife and cut these up and wash them. So what I do is I take the strawberry, I start biting it into little pieces and spitting it into my yogurt. <laughs> oh, and I do yeah. the same. Well, my thing is, what's the difference? It's all going down the same guzzle uh, 40 seconds later. I get to sp uh, spin it around and the uh, family watches in horror, much like you, Dave, your, your face right there. But is that lazy or is that? I'm uh, laughing because I've done that exact same thing. So. There you go. God bless you. I Thank can't you, sit kid. here and judge you because I yes. am guilty. Yes. But a lot of times you'll probably do it when people aren't around, right? Are you disgusting insects <laughs> chewing up your own food and then regurgitating it? That's a bird, I mean, Dave. That's not an insect. Yeah. I don't give a good goddamn because I let me tell you something. I Either way, it's disgusting. Have some respect for the person looking back at you in the mirror. And well, more that importantly, ship sailed a long time ago. Respect your fruit. How about that? All right. That, that's well, that's her. That's really is gross. No, it is. I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm getting a double double shot at the fruit. I like it so much. I'm getting it one, and then I'm eating it again. You're I masticating your own food. That's right. It's, uh, Charlotte's right. It's it, it, for like a like a mama bird, and you're the baby feeding yourself. Right. Ugh, gross. And guess what? I end up eating it and the same way everybody else. But <laughs> I appreciate anyway, your honesty. So. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Plain yogurt's terrible. That's that's the uh, that's the bottom line here. Uh, also, what we thought would be terrible was that Jags-Dolphins game. Um, and it ended up being pretty exciting. 31-13 final. The Jaguars were favored by three. Um, they obviously didn't cover because they lost. The Beard wins out over the stash. I think, Charlotte, I think you went stash here. Yeah. Just in general, you like the stash over the Beard. I'm wondering, this Ryan Fitzpatrick was 18 for 20 is the beard magical? I mean, they call him Fitz Magic, and it kind of happens. It, it it shows its rears its ugly or beautiful head a couple times a year. Is it ma is, is a magical beard? What's no, going on? No, because he's had the beard and he hasn't been magic. Like the the predicator of the magic is not the fact that he has the beard, right? Like mm. for Minshew, I feel like the mustache might be a part of it. For Fitzgerald, uh, Fitzgerald, <laughs> Fitz whatever. <laughs> for Fitzpatrick, he's been around so long that like facial hair or no facial hair, he's just stuck with what he's working with. And right. I still stand by the mustache. I still stand by Minshew. I think that people need to put way more respect on Gardner Minshew's name than they currently are. And it upsets me because everybody's saying like, oh, you know, tank for Trevor, or like the Jaguars should suck. Blah, blah. Why? 
Why can't mm. Minshew have a shot? Why can't we say here's a here's a guy who could be a good quarterback? Maybe if you know you had a better coach, someone would know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand why we're not giving Minshew more of a shot. Well, because he's not a magician like Fitzpatrick, I think. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know what I was watching. It did seem, Dave, like it was everyone's backup fantasy player. Everybody's uh, week <laughs> two ad drop was on the field there. Running backs, receivers. Uh, Robinson, you went at it with the brother Bry about over under yards. He ended up being a good fantasy player, but it went under in yards. It was very, very weird. But what I want to ask is, are we returning to normalcy a little bit? Were we getting a little carried away with a team like the Jaguars who were one offsides call away from being 2-0? and Maybe everything's getting back to normal. The Jaguars aren't great. Arizona maybe won't be 3-0. and Maybe the Eagles write the ship this week. Or am I overthinking it well, just based on Thursday? I think, I think you hit the universal point there. Yes, week three is... Mm-hmm traditionally, or at least in my own head, this is traditionally true, the weirdest betting week there is. The results that we're going to see on Sunday are going to be the weirdest. Everybody write down what they are positive is going to happen, and then let's see Mm. on Sunday night how right everybody is about those things. The results are going to be weird. Right. I'm with you, Sal. If you looked at that and thought, well, the Jags are bad, the Dolphins stink, whatever, you could see this one coming a mile away. This isn't 2020 hindsight. I said the Dolphins would win the game straight up, and so they did, and that's just the hors d'oeuvre to what's going to be a (laughs) a weird weekend of results there. Um, Shout out, though, as you say, to uh to Bry and to the fantasy gang here on uh, yeah. on the Extra Points Network because uh, Jen Piacente, I reached out to her and I mm-hmm. said, what am I to do here, James Robinson, or I have some other nice options on Sunday for my fantasy running back? She said, oh no, absolutely. And then Jerry Ferrara doubled down. They said, oh no, it's got to be Jim Robinson. I rolled with him, two touchdowns. Thank you. There shout you out to. Shout out to those guys. Um, Waiver wired, yeah, check it out. And regarding re- and, and regarding Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, it's fun. I don't want to be uh, negative, Nelly here, but um, listen, how many times have we seen this? It, like a pumpkin around to make a holiday theme point. Um, the pump. What's <laughs> what do they say about the pumpkin? It expires. Now I can't finish off. Are the, you trying to make a Cinderella analogy here? The that's pumpkin what I'm trying, expires. That's what okay, that's not Halloween. That's a Disney movie, and the <laughs> pumpkin turns of. into a carriage, and then at midnight it turns back into a pumpkin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my that's, ex- that's thank you, Charlotte. And I was also gonna say, Char- Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah, by mid October. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a pumpkin. Is what you're saying. Yeah. A hairy one, something like that, or a peach because no, he's weird. got furry. But yes, that's I'm definitely I'm going to carve true. a Ryan Fitzpatrick pumpkin. Also, I think Charlotte, when you said she was getting married or is married, I was sure it was going to be Charlotte Minshew. Your, uh, your affection oh, yeah. for Minshew. Like, the only guy I care about in NFL 2020 is Gardner Minshew, and I hope he succeeds in everything else. Again, more negative uh, stuff from Damashek here. The reason that nobody loves him is because uh, in football terms, he's a lovable character. He just ain't that good. They do have to replace him. He oh, can be wow. good. Sometimes. Wow. Well, that's okay, the you're thing. Speaking, just, like, just... how can you speak so ill of my, my, my groom? Muzzle tub on being a newlywed. That's <laughs> Let's not go over after everyone's significant other. This could get ugly. You know, it's, it's I have to say, uh, I, I did. Yeah. When I met Minshew at the Super Bowl, I was not cool at all about it. Oh, you don't say what happened. 
I was just, I, I, I feel like I've told you guys this before. I was just like nervous. Oh yeah. I was like, I, I want this person to think that I'm cool and I don't think it worked. He should be nervous to meet you. Why uh, he, I mean, you've done almost as much uh, professionally in the game of football. No, he's, he's, he's got, he's fun to watch. He's good. I like, I like the beard versus the stash. It was better than I thought, but Dave, you say this is like a thing that Fitzpatrick does every few weeks, you know, early, then he fizzles out. Remember he came back to life in magic form against the Patriots week 17 kind of ended their dynasty, knocked them out of that buy position. So <sighs> the magic, you know, you think it's over, but he's always got the hat. He's always got the rabbit. He could fill it. It fits a lot in that I beard. I hated that um, game. You didn't like that. Touche. You like yeah, that? you're right. You're right, Sal. 16,563 fans. It was about a quarter full. Um, I still don't know what they're doing with the audio. I think they're mixing it because I think Al Michael said they're mixing. Even if they have a crowd there, they're mixing it. It still sounds bad to me. I don't know what it sounds. But I wanted to ask you guys, and we're trying to figure out, maybe this is the extra points prop of the day, trying to figure out, I'm wondering with you guys, um, be it a concert or a sporting event, what is the next time or how long before you attend one of these again? Personally, you, February 1st is what I'm putting the over-under at. Charlotte, before or after February 1st? Okay, well, that's a there are there are levels to this question. As a media member, probably before. As a fan, probably after. Oh, well, I mean, it's I, it's the same in that. Like, I know the bosses here at Extra Points, Doc. They could they could really lay down the hammer and say, "No, you must go to the Superdome," and then you have no choice. But no, would, I mean, would you? What as a media member, if they said, "Yeah, go," if your boss is at Fox, said, "Go to," um, I don't even know an example. Let's say New Orleans inside. I mean, if they were like, if they were 000. like, go to a Giants game, I'd be mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I'm in New York. I will do that. Like, I will drive myself there and I will go. I think traveling. I mean, I know people who've traveled and they've been okay. So, yeah, I mean, the, right. the sideline reporters are traveling. I think that as a fan, though, you're sort of more in a, like, you still have to get through security. You're in sort of a throng of people. Yeah. You're more like media. All I right, feel let's like, make it as a fan. I mean, I'm sorry. I guess I meant it more as a fan. Would you, how long before you attend a big? I don't know. I would be very nervous about going, but I'm also really nervous over. about everything. So I would put it, is the over after? Past. Past February. Okay, then yeah. over. I put it February 1st because, Dave, in case your Steelers make the Super Bowl, and you're like, hell with it. I think everyone's okay. I got some kind of shot the president recommended on November 1st. I think I'm going to be all right. Do you go over or under? <laughs> yes, as a fan, not as a media member. Uh, February I love, 1st. I love, I mean, I'm not getting into what that window between November 1st and February 1st is going to be for our nation. It's going to be pretty. Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, first of all, I, I don't want to get too uh, far away from it, but did Charlotte officially leave her bubble rock in Maine and is now reporting from New York City? Oh, is that is what that happened? I am currently in New York. Can you believe it? When Holy did that hell. I know. Wow, you change your last name. You change your uh, location. Venue, everything was wow, crazy. Yeah, I snuck out, oh, snuck out yesterday. Oh, all right. very nice. Um, I, I want to use this opportunity to issue a challenge. Yes, mm. I think. Social distancing is all important, as are masks. Um, I respect it. I fear uh, the 19. I understand uh, it is a dangerous <laughs> enemy. Speaking of which, I would like to issue a challenge to Sal right now. 
and his fraudulent mm-hmm. America's team. I say November right. 8th. Let's make an appearance in uh, in, Jer- in the <clears throat> Jared Dome. Let's oh, go, wow. Let's go watch your Cowboys and my Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's do it live. What? Let's oh, get so in the car. Gonna... You know what? If you want to do it, even just uh, just to make it even more painful, um, let's let's get in the car. Let's drive to Dallas. Wow. Let's, from Los Angeles are you being to serious? Dallas. What so do you you're mean going way, being... you're going way under the right. February 1st right. uh, threshold. Don't there. do that. What will I do if you both sure. get the 19? You, you I can't have host to, this you'd by have myself. You'd have to host alone. You would have to do it alone. Maybe Jim That's and it. you, Jim and Joel. It'll just turn into thing. me talking about God knows why. I can't even think of a I joke. I'm so distraught. Dave will send you his fruit rankings ahead of time, and you could just read them over and over <laughs> and, and over every and day. And then, yeah, and then Minshew completed two straight passes against the against the Titans <laughs> defense, and I don't know. Like, I mean, okay, he needs relax. another. Up- <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte's in New York. She's got an edge. I could tell you have a kind of edge to you mm-hmm. since landing in New York. She's Did back, you bring baby. the lawnmower? <laughs> you bring the lawnmower guy with you or he stayed back? Uh yes, the lawnmower guy came with me. We're gonna start our okay. own little business here, mowing tiny little patches of grass in Brooklyn. Wait a second. Right. Gardner <gasps> and Gardner. Yeah. Oh man. Oh my God. It all makes sense. Uh, it really does. It actually doesn't. It doesn't no. at all. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> Nothing we say makes right. sense. Wow, Dave. I, I don't know, Dave. I think you're being, I think if it came down to it and we, we had to get in the car in uh, November, you'd be like, nah, I got a, I got something to do. I got, you know, I have a peach to eat or something. You would, you would bell out. I got to no, bring being, grapes. Being yeah. a, having, having traveled with you in the past, Sal, a long car ride with you might, uh, <laughs> okay. might present other difficulties. So, well, we should do, we should do an it. episode where we drive across the country and it's an entire, episode let's I'm, do it i listen let's do it you you February joke second you joke i'm in <laughs> all right um i'm not joking lots of games she's not joking uh but concert or game real quick as a fan concert or game yes media presence aside do you i do say you see over Bil- yeah but built to spill or uh a steelers game if it, you know, legitimately, if it's outdoors, I would feel, and and there are some standards being applied there, I would do that. I, I mean, I really would not go to any indoor event, a restaurant, a ball game, a concert really? or other. Actually, right. yeah. no, I'm with you, Dave. That actually, that, that makes sense. That checks out. Okay. All right. That's what I, I, I expected that. Yeah. I, I go a little further than February for who the hell knows what's going to happen next three months. Did, Joel, this was a dumb question. Why did you come up with this? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, no, I did. This is mine. Um, all right, let's go over a few games. Dave, your game, you will not be going to Pittsburgh. No one will. I don't think you won't have fans when Houston comes to Heinz uh, Field and takes on the Steelers, who are favored, according to our friends at FanDuel, by four points. The over-under is 45. Everything points towards the Steelers. There's no offensive line for Deshaun Watson. There hasn't been for years. That's what the Steelers do up front, right right there. They put pressure on the quarterback. They're maybe not scoring as many points as they should based on the talent they have around them. And yet, I like Houston here, plus the four points, because it's kind of a must, I don't want to say a must win, but they do need it more. Well, I I apologize. Uh, Unprofessional job on my part here to deviate from the matter at hand. But if if you'll indulge me, uh, check Hmm. out the new uh, minus three Jeff Schwartz. Jeff Schwartz challenge this week is uh, he's fading the Philadelphia Eagles. It really is a tale of two football cities in the Keystone State right now. People feeling good in Pittsburgh. 
people feeling very bad, dire times in the city of brotherly love, people very mm. upset about Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. And uh, we talked to Chris Long earlier in the week and Jeff Schwartz, too. They are out on the Eagles. It would uh, fade Jeff Schwartz. Um, All right. Do FanDuel.com slash minus three and get on the, the boosted odds there and fade Jeff Schwartz on that one. Now, sorry about that. Texans at... Uh, at the Steelers, I'm very nervous about this one based on our age old, and I say our, Sal, because um, you kind of made this point to me um, in the earliest days of us watching football. And if you kind of keep your eye on it, in pro football, the team that has to have the game kind of tends to win it unless they're a complete bum team. The answer is to the Texans, are they a bum team to, uh, You know, held up by a high-end quarterback? We'll see on Sunday because um, they have to have this one. They can't go to. What do you mean? Uh, we'll see on Sunday. What kind of pick are you a prognosticator? I'm saying, I'm, we'll see. Of I'm just we'll telling see you. I'm just telling you that I'm very nervous about the Texans game. I'm going to take the Steelers, but very right. tepidly, very tepidly. The the uh, return of David DeCastro is not a small one for that offensive line in Pittsburgh. That should. Uh, add some balance to the offense. The defense has yet to show its best self. I, I suspect mm. that front seven gets after Deshaun Watson, but good. It's a, it's a strange thing. Cause Will Fuller's look, looks like he may not play or whatever. He'll be sparingly go, go figure. That guy's always hurt, right? I'm trying to figure out how they score points. And yet Bill O'Brien, everyone is like a punchline around the league. He started Owen two twice in his career or as coaching the Texans. And they won the division both times. So I don't know how he pulls it off, but he seems to. Um, Charlotte, your team, boy, this seems like a Coach Belichick special right here. Las Vegas, going to New England. The Patriots are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. 47.5 is the over-under, according to Fandle. Is, is anything more Belichick than this game, really? Like, coming off a loss, angry team, playing Las Vegas, who has to fly across country. They came off a big win. Uh, short week. They played Monday night. Um, Raiders defense, not as good as it showed. They don't really rush the passer. You're getting the best version of Cam Newton, it seems. Um, are you nervous, though, or are the Patriots going to be 2-1? I am nervous just because I think the Raiders have um, a lot of momentum right now, and mm -hmm. I think that that team is a little more dangerous than people might think it is. I mean, I was really impressed with the past two games. Also, they're undefeated in franchise history. The Las Vegas Raiders yeah. have never lost a game, so... I'm 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 I think that my whole vibe with the Pats this year is really trying to not get ahead of myself because I'm really excited and I love watching this team. And I think Cam is just absolutely so much fun. Um, but I also my emotions have been so all over the place that I'm like, look, let's take let's take it a game at a time. Do yeah. betting wise. I'll take the Pats. I will definitely take the Pats. But I do feel like the Raiders this year are scaring me more than the Raiders have in the past five years. So I think that that's something to, I, I think it'll be a good game. Let's say that. I think it'll be a good game, but I think the Pats are going to do it. Yeah. If this was December, it might be a little different story going to Foxborough. I know it's still warm out and everything, but it does seem to play in favor. I, I did what I don't want to do. I want to root against Tom. I want to root against Bill all year, but I ended up making like what's called a money line parlay, Charlotte. Put both favorites together, mm -hmm. the Patriots 
and the Buccaneers to go to Denver and beat the Broncos. If you do that just for them to win the game, don't worry about any points. You're getting close to even odds, but almost practically even odds. So I, I, normally I'm going to root against those two teams, but I think those are wins uh, for both. Boy. Now, Sal, yeah, ahead, you just yeah. you, you just nailed it. You, yeah, uh, that you was like exactly it? what I wanted to throw out to Charlotte and all Boston sports lovers out there. You got the best teaser available to you. You yeah. can take your Patriots to win basically against the Raiders, and then bet on your guy Brady to basically win in Denver. It's it's the best of both worlds for the Boston fans out there. We need really we need an extra point special uh, on we that did. one. That, that's think, a, that's a great one there. And, and there are a number of teasers out there, by the way, if you like the Colts, I mean, 10 and a half is a lot of points, no matter what the yeah. circumstance, but you can get that one down to four and a half Colts at home against the bum jets. Or if you like, not the Colts, you like the bolts, take them at home against the Carolina Panthers. There are a lot of juicy. Well, let ways me just to yeah, let me say this. It. And I'm, ta- I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here. I do like that money line parlay or two-team teasers. Dave says it ends up being the same thing if you take six points off each spread. I do caution people, though. Every single favorite covered on a teaser last week. Every favorite except for the Eagles, who were barely a favorite uh, last week. So just, just be careful. I don't know if you could string eight teasers together. Again, when God seemed to wallop you after giving you a, an easy week. But Charlotte, here's what, what I'll say. say. You go the other All way right. on that one, Sal. Right. You could go the other way on that one. And to Charlotte's point, the Raiders are maybe legit. You know, people are reluctant to do it. John Gruden yeah. is more character than he is, um, uh, you know, definitely solid 2020 head coach. He's more persona than anything else at this point. Mm-hmm. But Tony Aikman hit on that in the in the broadcast. Tony Aikman. Tony Aikman. <laughs> I'm combining, you better get these names oh right. I'm combining, I'm, combining, I'm combining my my second and third best Dallas Cowboys quarterbacks uh, uh, on my list. Troy Strobeck. Troy, right. <laughs> Troy Romo, right. Uh, Quincy, yeah, Quincy Aikman, whatever. Um, sa- uh, w- was talking about it. I happen to think this Raiders team is is getting there in really? as you know as Gruden That's why I'm nervous. and Mayock and putting it are putting it together. They they're they're physical. But so, too, is this Patriots offense, the structure of it. So if you're looking for a a, a two-team teaser and you want to support Brady, I say take them to straight-up win in Denver. And on the other side of it, take the Raiders. If you take that one up to – 11 or 12. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think the Patriots are built to smoke anybody. I mean, they might Mm. win a bunch of games, but they ain't constructed to to dominate uh, and win by three touchdowns against anybody. Is it terrible that I don't want Brady to win? I feel really, really oh, bad about We tried to figure this out for you. It's going to be a every One week to week struggle. One of my friends texted me during the Bucks game, and he was like, stop kidding yourself. You want the best for Brady. I know you do. Why are you lying about this? And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, though. Like, I don't think I would love. I don't know. I feel like an asshole. This is going to play games with your emotions for the next 14 weeks at least. I know. And, so then, just, and then I think so like, am I emotionally in. hedging? Am I just trying to make myself feel better? Do I actually want the best for him? I've never been, I've never been less clear about a sports situation in my entire life. I know it, it is tough. the best because I keep <laughs> bringing this up oh. on social media and I like to try and involve, um, the Patriots people in my life, in my life. And, and I'll say 
look at this is a terrible emotional situation and Patriots fans jump in. Oh, get oh, you know, you're just a bitter Steelers fan and Patriots are the are. best. And then Sean, I'm like, they're like, no one cares about this. And and then I have to uh I have to at uh wilder things to make sure that <laughs> some Patriots fans know. Well, who are you kidding? Obviously, Charlotte is a Patriots fan. Right. She cares about it. So thank you. I do you. care about it. I'm just trying to be honest. If if <laughs> nothing you. else, I just try to be honest in my professional life. Thank you. Charlotte's in New York. She's she's a Jet fan now. She's Jets and Giants <laughs> oh now. You can God. tell. She's fully uh fully New York now. Um. All right, my boys go to the Seahawks. Seattle is uh laying five points. Fifty six and a half is the over under, and that's the way I would go. I would go over. I think it's like thirty three thirty. I know this is a cop out. I think it's last possession kind of game wins it 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 mode i it was good for me last week when i said take the over don't worry about dallas atlanta and that over hit and then again last possession game oh i could watch that onside kick over and over and over again but no defense and cowboys are 24th in the league in defense i think they're even worse than that talk about a team that doesn't pressure the quarterback they make tackles eight yards downfield really bad Seattle's defense not great save for Jamal Adams chasing everyone down um I think the secondary is gonna be a mess in both scenarios and I think uh that game goes over oh the one thing I'm sorry I wanted to talk about Belichick and the sweatshirt people are Belichick shows up at a press conference the other day with holes in his sweatshirt we all, I feel like it's our duty to make fun of it. At least send one tweet. Um, oh yeah, uh, pointing, uh, poking fun at that. But then there are real, like they're like the Peter Kings of the world are like, how good God, what is wrong with people that this is what they're focused on and everything. And I like Peter King, but like it makes me think. I'm like, oh, am I a terrible person? And then I have to take an account. I guess I'm sorry. I, his mother passed away last week, uh, Belichick, and I'm like, oh. Forgot about that too. Do no, I have to wait? No, that has nothing to do with I, it. I, I, I it mean, does, maybe right? it does. Maybe it does. I don't. I. I. All my condolences. My thoughts to. Of course, but, but I, he I, would dress like that anyway. Yes, he? he would dress like that okay. anyway. I thought it was endearing. I thought making. I made fun of him. I made fun of him and Steve Belichick because you how can did? you? Not, yes, how can you, you not? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I also right. though I really identified with it, which is why I found it endearing. I have this Denver yes. Broncos sweatshirt from 1994 that I found at a thrift store 15 years ago and it has their full schedule on the back and mm. it is the it is the article of clothing I wear more than anything else and the other day I was with my niece who's three and a half and she looks at it and she was like are there holes in your sweatshirt and I was like oh my god I'm being called out by a toddler uh so yeah. I really You're like, I, I'm going I'm going to New York I've had enough yeah, I was of like you, I, I've got to go yeah. but I, I am Bill Belichick yeah. I'm I'm that's what that's what this comes down to. Well, first, uh, we've not for something you've worn more than anything else. We've not seen this. You I'd have. Like to, uh, it's just uh, the microphone. The microphone covers up the logo. I wear it like oh. once once a week, probably on the really? podcast. Really? All right. All oh right. yeah, I think I, I think attention. we actually commented on it that we, we <laughs> said that she All was right. wearing it ironically. Yes, Charlotte at the thrift store like replaced the niece with the the bass player of uh, of Steve Malcolm's <laughs> and the Jicks, and it would be a perfect story. There you go. Um, but, but yeah. you want to apologize to Coach Belichick for making fun of his termite ridden uh, right. sweatshirt? Termite we, we brought on we brought on Ross Tucker on minus three earlier in the yeah. week because he's plugged into the Eagles to talk about the concern level in the city of brotherly love. And instead, we ended up talking about the sweatshirt because he was cracking wise about it. And we, you know, we have to issue our formal rankings at some point of the uh, the Twitter fan base and who's the worst and everything. 
But Patriots fans are definitely the most joyless. You know, they are that mm. you making fun of Belichick. The I um, resemble that the, remark. The typing <laughs> of the when you type um, don't type um dot dot dot. That's a terrible way to start a tweet. We heard a, this. You we already like know that. this, yeah. Dave. I know. Well, I'm, I'm telling it again because people aren't listening yet. Apparently, Pats fans aren't the only one who type out the phonetic sound. Um, um, I think he's allowed to do what he wants if you win six Super Bowls. Um, I think it's okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, we know. We get. He it. is a bitter Steelers fan. Look we, at wow. that. Seriously, it. you are just undercutting your own arguments here, man. Listen, yeah. I'm an old man. I would like. I, I I wish we could go back to a day where they where they where all the coaches wore suit and tie. I think that looks cool. <laughs> All right, that, that's so there's book. that. That would be, yeah, Belichick is not doing that. Mm-mm. That's that. Um, but, all right, we apologize, Coach Belichick. We didn't know this was such a sensitive issue. Yeah, this sweatshirt of, of all I'm, things. I want to say, Sal, I'm, I'm, on, yeah. I, I'm on the Dallas Cowboys big this week. You, you talk about You talk about these assumptions that people have made because of 120 mm-hmm. minutes worth of evidence. Russell Wilson, unstoppable. Um, listen, mm-hmm. he ain't going to be able to stand back there. And uncork those deep balls against what should be um, a, a good Dallas pass rush. Yeah, it's going to uh, have to start to reveal itself at some point. I'm not saying that they're going to smother Seattle um, over the course of the game, but I think they're going to score more points by um, the end of it. Take the Cowboy. I mean, it's at five and a half. Did you say it's, it's moved five, from five and, and a half right five now? now. Fanduel five and fifty six and I, a half. I, I like Dallas in that one. I like a lot of points. I, I, I know I, I don't want to take that. Mike McCarthy said it, though. He said today, he said, uh, I want to score a lot and I want to score early. And it's things like that. It's, uh, that's uh, You can't teach that. <laughs> that's a Magic Johnson tweet. That's just something. Yeah, that's great. That's how you, you win laugh, games. I, you score a lot and you score early. That's what <laughs> right. I always said. And I bet, I bet he doesn't want the other team to score either, right? Well, if the other in, team like scores, that. he it's less likely that his team's going right. to win is, is how right. I've been told sports work. Yes, heard, he's going to have to score earlier or more. Yeah, I see. I, I, my, uh, my inside sources tell me that uh, this game's going to come down to who wants it more. So <laughs> if McCarthy just says like, hey, guys, yeah. you know, if he tells him Seattle is going to want this game, let's just want right. it a little bit more. Well, and I then- have an inside source at the Cowboys who told me that Dak Prescott never loses a game on his birthday. So. Ah, you got busted there. That is, that's vintage that's extra cut. points right that's there. That's an inside that really joke. Is. Rest in peace, Sidney Crosby. Wow. Or happy birthday, however it may be. Um, it wasn't happy. Real, real quick, you laughed. Dave, you laughed at when I was speaking of Dak Prescott, you know, top five or six Cowboys greatest. You laughed when I said Romo because he has all the records. I don't, I don't understand. I really don't know where you're coming. I look back. I think having records is a good thing. You measure in numbers by Super Bowl wins. I measure by completions, yards, touchdowns, all that stuff. Something everyone could gather. You know, your your thing is Super Bowls. That's great. One February out of a year, four times, Terry Bradshaw uh, was reigned supreme. I'm going 90% of a guy's career in terms of uh, stats. And by the way, you want to look at those Super Bowl numbers. Not very impressive for Terry Bradshaw. Oh, stop it. How not? Look at the numbers. They're not great. Not great. Uh, Look at the playoffs. Three three of those four years, his playoff numbers were like six touchdowns, three interceptions, like nothing special at all. You have your diving highlight films of Stallworth and whoa, whoa, Swan. Whoa, 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 Otherwise, whoa, whoa, he's whoa, inaccurate. Whoa, 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 I feel like I it's all in member on Maury right now. We have now. to move on. I am willing to risk getting yawned at multiple times by Charlotte. If you're going to, if you're, <laughs> if this is the jive you want to bring up, 
This is a losing argument for you. How is it losing? Why? First of all, to bridge it to modern day, hmm. Russell Wilson. I, I know I keep making the he's 21st century John Elway. He also is in terms of his football style. He is 21st century Roger Staubach. Roger Staubach would be without much question through the 20th century without much debate at all. The best quarterback um, in NFL Who history. Cares? What Tony Romo would have won every Super Bowl the, pay, uh, the Steelers played in. I can do the same thing if you go back. I also what, think what did I'm talking about that they wouldn't have been, that they, that they didn't, if, had he beaten the Steelers I, I could, I could and do even the same won. Thing. If he would have beaten the Steelers and even won Super Bowl, Roger Staubach, right. that would I'm be I'm talking the, about Tony Romo right now. What makes Bradshaw physically? I get it. The equipment guy gets a ring for being on the Steelers, but is he the better equipment guy than anyone else? Look at Brad, and I love Bradshaw. I don't even want to do this, but look at his numbers. You you talk about best quarterback for each league, each team. Bradshaw's probably 29th best in terms of teams, and if you're going to pick him best. Outrageous. Now, well, let me tell you something. This? Do you know, talk about the differences in football, which, which specifically then addresses the career of Terry Bradshaw. People who weren't around and, and and look at those numbers. I mean, you have to change them for era. Obviously, right. Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach, and anyone else was pushing it constantly when they were throwing the ball. They were throwing it down. Pushing field. it. They were. Yeah. They were. They were. They weren't uh, doing Drew Brees little. Oh, Drew Brees completes seventy blah percent of his passes. Yeah, because he's throwing them four yards. Of course, he completes right. more passes. That's than not those Romo's guys problem. Here's the difference. Here's what addresses the difference in generations. Mm -hmm. Terry Bradshaw's first ever 300-yard passing game was in Super Bowl 13. His mm. that nine years into his career. Think how crazy that is. So legitimately, think how insane sure. that statistic is. His second yeah, well, when 300. You're not, when you're not that good, you're not going to hit those numbers. I get it. Sad, it's not that crazy. Second uh, 300 yard game, Super Bowl 14. The next year, that's insane, and that shows you the difference in in how much guys were throwing right. the ball then versus now. But Terry Bradshaw also. There's only there have only been a couple of times in Super Bowl history that a fourth quarter touchdown pass won the Super Bowl over 60 yards. Terry Bradshaw's done it twice. Oh, come on. He's as clutch no. as it gets. He was as clutch no. as it gets. That's of yeah. course he was. Uh, how, how many Hall of Famers on defense? Come on, I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk. What well, you you brought it up. You opened this can of worms, but I know. I don't think you proved anything. All right, Charlotte. I know. Go ahead. I'm what, sorry, Charlotte. What, I I had to. Charlotte, defend. you weren't around for Terry Bradshaw. You only saw a few years of Romo and everything. But my point is, statistically, Bradshaw is one of the worst, best quarterbacks on any team. Well, so I did Sorry. some research between, um, yeah. especially between Romo and Aikman. And I think that there is a real case to be made that, as I've been saying this entire time, the team, the environment, the management, the coach really matters. And Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett were not Jimmy Johnson. And Thank so you. if you Thank give you. Tony Romo a better coach and a better shot, he yes. definitely gets further deeper into the playoffs. I think that, sure, you can say, oh, well, he choked or like he wasn't good in the playoffs or when it really mattered, he couldn't get it together. But like he's one guy. There are a bunch of people on that team and he's being told what to do on some level yeah. by people in the booth. So like... I don't know. I think that I think that when you when it comes down to individual greatness, judging it by championships, this is something that's always driven me crazy because it's so circumstantial. Yes. Not exactly. really, though. But I, I hear you. And that makes what do you mean? Not really. That makes absolute, like does Brady do it without Belichick? I don't think so. 
Well, yes, that is a that is a fascinating and uh, a fascinating case in the 21st century. And intellectually, everything Charlotte just said makes uh, full sense. But here's the other thing to look at, though, that's hard to push back on practically is how many high end QBs in the 21st century? We have to leave alone what happened in the 70s and otherwise in the 21st century. Point to me the evidence of a high end QB on a consistent loser. Phil Rivers not making the playoffs for a long stretch with the Chargers is about the best example. Three straight losing season for Drew Brees uh, in an apocalyptically awful Saints defense uh, go, uh, go seven and nine, I think, th- mm. three straight seasons. That Those are the two best examples that you can find in 20 years of super uh, uh, oh, of, uh, whatever. NFL Jorgensen's in the Hall of Fame uh, that we can't we can't we're gonna start analyzing I'm just telling like you no but there, there's no evidence that you can be a, a high-end quarterback right. in the 21st century and be on a perennial loser the two things are inextric- inextricably linked no no, yes. no there's plenty of, there's plenty of better good quarterbacks uh, right now Gardner this year, Minshew yes exactly <laughs> those are the two magic words anyway the point is Charlotte uh Brought it, brought it all back uh, after her hasty placing of a gif of uh, <laughs> Tony Romo fumbling. She defended him. She did a great job, and she and is in line it. for. And she meant that Jim Cunningham jot down the Charlotte is to get a raise. Thank you um, from extra points because of her defense <laughs> I of Tony it. Romo. Thank you because uh, I'll forget. So write that down. Uh, oh, let's talk about Fanduel here. Extra points. Brought to you by Fanduel Sportsbook. By now, you've probably heard about Fanduel Sportsbook's world class. Sports betting app, FanDuel, makes it easy to find and place your bets. They've got some of the best odds you'll find anywhere. Fun bet types. Only place where you can make a same-game parlay NFL bet this season. And when you win, they even get you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. I would wait. I would make people wait if I were FanDuel. I'd be like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I owe you $1,000. All right, I'll get it. You know, we get paid on uh, by Christmas. So, but no, they pay in 24 hours. A lot of reasons to try FanDuel Sportsbook. Here's a few more. Right now, new users can place their first bet FanDuel Sportsbook risk-free and get up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. No strings attached. Just place any bet you want. You win. You keep the cash. You lose. You get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. Again, seems short-sighted here just giving away free money like this, but FanDuel is going to do it. Um, Hey, and if you're a current customer, Check out the double up promotions for NFL, NBA, and NHL. NFL, you place a pregame money line wager, your team scores 35 or more points, you double your winnings. Max bonus $50. We talked about the Chiefs and the Ravens. We're talking about the Cowboys and Seahawks. Should be a lot of points in both those games. NBA final basket, you place a money line wager. Last score of the game's a three pointer. Could be Anthony Davis. You double your winnings. Max $50 in site credit and a few more hockey games. Place a pregame money line wager. Team scores five or more goals. You double your winnings. Start betting. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app and be sure to sign up with promo code extra points so they know we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points. All right. Touched on the NBA there. Can I ask you very quickly, Sal and, and Charlotte, this might change reality for the better for you and Patriots fans. The Tony Romo divisional round game in, um, I think it was still, yeah, it was still been uh, in Texas Stadium um, when the Giants came in there. Romo takes them down the field. They're struggling in the first half. Romo finally gets the Cowboys 13 and three on the board against the overmatched Giants there. And the the, the decisive game, this is getting into the wayback machine, but um, the 
Eli Manning drives him down the field in about a minute and uh. a half and gives up, puts the Giants back in the lead before the half. I suspect that if the Cowboys defense comes up with a stop there and they go Thank into you. the lock, they go on. In this alternate reality, we would have had a I, everybody appreciates outside of New England that Eli and company vanquished the undefeated Patriots. But what would it the would number have been, have been on that Super Bowl? Romo's Cowboys 13 and 3 against that undefeated Patriots team. That what do you think? Great. What do you think? That <laughs> would have been one of the all I mean, it obviously was a great Super Bowl, but America's team against the Patriots. Oh, I mean, the, you know, back then America's team. Um, what would the <laughs> number have Creighton, been on that one? Patch, Patrick Creighton wide open, stops running a route there. Otherwise, that's a touchdown for Romo, and they win the game regardless right. of Eli's Eli's heroics. But, um, well, the Patriots were, uh, I think, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite that game against the Giants. They still would have been favored because they were the Patriots, but probably a field goal or more, right, right around a field goal if it was a – 13 and three. Uh, th- don't get me upset, Dave. I hate thinking about it. that was the team. That was the one team that should have done it. I Damn agree. It. And what a game. Oh, like, what a Super so Bowl sad, that would have been. Look what you I did. Know. You made him so sad. Well, I also, I'll, you I'll know what? The- I also wish that, that uh, Roger Staubach uh, or Vince Ferragamo hadn't thrown a touchdown pass to Billy Waddy in Texas Stadium in uh, in January <laughs> of 1980, because then you would have had three Super Bowls between the Steelers and Cowboys. Anyway, all right, listen. Don't I, I, get I, Charlotte. Get, don't don't get her started on Faragamo and Billy Wilder. Truly, don't do oh it my God, we'll I never, could go on and on. We'll never get done. I do want to get you started on the Celtics heat. Fandle has the Celtics <laughs> favored tonight. They're down three games to one. They're favored by three and a half. The over under is two thirteen. I said uh, before before we started before we started uh, recording this, and I was reading you know the odds and every, I was like how. How are the Celtics favorite? They're going to lose. I'm I am so 100% sure that the Heat are going to win and it's going to be all over tonight. It does seem like a few days ago it was like okay, the Heat are more exciting. No, is the Heat are exciting. better. The Heat are, are better. Are They're more playing exciting, better. But but the Celtics are better, but I think you're right. I think the, I think it's both now. It's I think switched. like if you it's if you're betting the Celtics, you're betting the inferior, not only the less exciting team, the more boring team, but the inferior team. And I don't know, maybe we're making too much of Tyler Hero. All the, all the pundits are out there like, how could the Knicks, how could everybody pass no, no, no. on Tyler Hero? No, no, no. Like, that is revisionist right. history. I'm so of sick of this. It is. Okay, here's yes. what's happening. The Heat are good. Jimmy Butler is good. Tyler Hero is having a moment coming into himself. They don't have to right. travel. He doesn't have any of the rookie nerves from the crowds there. He really gets to cook. Great. I don't know what the hell happened to the Celtics because all of a sudden yeah. they were so exciting. They were so lovable. They were so fun. I feel like they're all like grumpy and sad. And maybe it's just the bubble. Maybe it's just 2020. But for some maybe reason, they forgot how to hold on to a lead, which, you know, they didn't even try last time. I tweeted like, well, you can't blow a lead if you don't have it. So I'm well, really... That, yeah, and- I'm just over it. I, I'm emotionally checked out because I think they're going to lose. And I think the Heat have, you know, so I was talking to someone, in, an editor of mine who was like, I really don't love the term momentum. And I was like, OK, but like the Heat have it. That's what's happening yeah. here. The Heat have it. And the Celtics are going to lose. And then, you know, it's going to become the debate of, well, they're a young team. But like, how young is young? Like, when do we need to yeah. expect something from them? And I'm just going to walk slowly into the ocean. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in momentum. And the one thing the Celtics didn't do, you're right, Charles, the, get, the last game was different. Nine, I think they were nine and one at halftime. They won the first half, nine of the last 10 games. They didn't do that. They got off to a slow start. And that's what made me think, oh boy, yeah. maybe it's caught up to them. Maybe all those things you're talking about, bubble. And then the Tyler Harris, one more time though. 40% shooter from behind the arc at Kentucky. You know, 
good, good player, definitely good enough to be drafted, but everybody's saying he was a top three and everybody whiffed on it. Please relax, right? Melville, help me out here. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, you can play that same game with uh, with, with <clears throat> one Jamal Murray and look at the names yeah. that went in front of him. Matter of might be nobody ever has done this before. What if we what if we took looked at NBA drafts and we were like, what if we kind of redrafted it? Somebody should mm. do that. We let, let we should start that here. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. But I don't no. know if you're kidding. Are, are you kidding? <laughs> you're kidding. kidding yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm like, is that a Mitch Trubisky joke? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <gasps> I don't like right. it. Um, Joel, get, Joel, get on that. See if anyone's done that. Well, I they're think not nobody's done that. Celtic, I think I, so. I'm pretty we sure. Play. I'm pretty we sure. We could do no the second round. That. Can we do the second round? I don't know. But Jamal, right. <laughs> 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 you thinking? Jamal Murray, though. Once again, I mean, you know, there it would appear that they're about to go away, unless the once again, do the Nugs have them right where they want them? Three straight, right. three three one deficits. Is this dangerous for the Lakers? You know what I they know. say about a three one lead. Mm. <laughs> well, the Celtics are hoping for the same. Maybe that's the yeah. thing in the bubble is uh, 3-1 equals yeah. our, our path to victory on both the sides of the bracket. It's going to equal um, a heart attack. Yeah, I, I, it would appear. <clears throat> I, I think Charlotte's maybe. I think we keep are, are looking for that moment where it's like, yeah, this team seems ready to leave the bubble. You know, yeah, I, think, I wonder if wonder if that will be a metaphor that we use decades from now. Like, yeah, <laughs> this team seems ready to get out of the bubble. Yeah, they're, they're, I love they're, that. as a way of saying they quit. I like it. I just I mean, I'm, I'm as big an offender as anyone, but we do. I feel like especially with these basketball games, there's an over exaggeration every game. Like Gordon Hayward's back. Boom. Celta, you got him. Like, oh, Tyler Hero is the best player in college last year. But like, all right, we got to focus. But it does seem like these three one leads are going to be insurmountable. Dave, you brought it up. Nuggets, Lakers, Lakers won 114, 108. According to Fandle, that is a push. Uh, they were favored by six. Now, Anthony Davis, 34 points, his ankle. It looked like it uh, completely uh, broken half, but there's a chance uh, he'll play. If he doesn't, Denver, who may think they have him right where they want him anyway at 3-1, does have a shot to get. But hold on. They go back. Game five's in L.A., right? They fly to Staples. No, they're all <laughs> oh, in the I think that is. I, I, You know, <clears throat> I wonder... You know, we're in the moment and I wonder when yeah. it's over, if we'll look back and try and make sense of the results of the whole bubble experience and the playoffs. And, you know, really, are, are it, let's see what happens here, I guess. But already Denver's made a little bit of history by <clears throat> rallying from two, sure. uh, one, three deficits here. Well, we look back and say, yeah, the lack of travel and all that may, uh, rendered that, you know, home versus road kind of stuff moot more than it otherwise would. Uh, you know, I, I wonder if that's uh, going to end up proving to have been a factor. If the Celtics can somehow rally here. I uh, by, I will say if the Lakers lose this, if it gets to 3-2, I, I, the Lakers probably will feel a little spooked. Like, uh-oh, this is what this, yeah. this zombie oh, sure. team keeps doing. Yeah. Oh, I, believe me, I, I think the lack of travel definitely affects the game. And not to say that, you know, it's for the detriment of it, but it would be different. I don't think you would have Lillard with five straight amazing games and Donovan mm -hmm. Mitchell and uh, and Jamal Murray and all those guys. I think that would, you'd, you'd see a little. Executives uh, little. have even have admitted that. Like, <clears throat> I think it was Baxter Holmes who had a piece in ESPN yeah. about how they're really starting to rethink, like, OK, how do we schedule travel? How do we do this? Because the basketball has been that much better. Yeah. It's been fun to watch, uh, unless for you, Charlotte, if the Celtics Yeah, it's uh, awful. I out. hate it. <laughs> the favored Celtics Take every night. Tonight. Take the heat tonight. And, you know, yeah. if the Celtics win, I'll be happy. But if they don't, I'll make a little money. So whatever. There you go.
Uh, Stanley Cup tonight, real quick. Tampa's up two to one. They got it back. Stamp goes back, right? Minus 165, five and a half is the over-under there. Now 550, minus 550 to win the cup with the one-game lead. Dave, any value in uh, in Dallas here, plus 420? I mean, I you know, personally, yeah, I'd be hedging to say um, take, the, um, take the stars at this point. They're just overwhelming. Uh, they have overwhelming uh, firepower offensively Do the mm-hmm. lightning with Stamkos there. It has a little bit if, uh, again, people can get in the way back machine with me. He's a higher end version of Lanny McDonald, who in the twilight of his career scored mm-hmm. uh, a big goal or two for the Calgary Flames. Stamkos is still a high-end player, but he's just been so banged up and everything. This will be nice for the captain to hoist the cup for for that Lightning team, although I still philosophically am against etching the word Lightning under the Stanley mm. Cup, under this uh, this pristine trophy that includes names like Orr and Lemieux is now sullied by the word Lightning. But anyway, Dave, you're, the Lightning you're a little are going to you're a little worried that Tampa is going to take uh, take on a, a, a life of its own. Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers, the mm-hmm. Lightning. I don't know when the, we started uh, the, having the to Rays. care about Tampa. I know. Now we have to care. Ugh. Florida's in the news a lot. And, How about uh, the Rays, too? In the Rays, yeah. I don't like the, the Rays the, either. American League East uh, champs, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it's time, guys. We're doing it, and everyone's waited. And let me give a... Let me give everyone a recap. It's extra points for extra pay parlay. Here's what FanDuel does for us, or really for you. Um, we're not really making out on this, other than we uh, we like to see the smiles on the faces when you guys cash in. We each pick a team in the NFL playing this Sunday. Um, FanDuel adjusts the team line a point in our favor and then boosts the odds on the three-team parlay. Now, I want to caution you. I don't like. Lo- it's probably a good sign. I don't like your guys picks what we did was i asked you guys to fire away charlotte made a pick and then i didn't even realize it i was going to go the other way what uh from charlotte yes i was and then i was like well no there's no way we're going to win this parlay if you have one side and Wait, i have the but other how so could you I ever deep. take <clears throat> i know i couldn't I, I wasn't paying attention and then i looked back at no, yours no no no, like, no. Oh, i no. mean like how could you choose can i just say mine so i can tell everyone how ridiculous let's it go is? off the top what, okay what's so yours, i'm taking charlotte? the titans at minus two and a half which goes to minus one and a half um right the titans are two and oh ryan Tannehill has kind of been on fire since week eight of last year um mm-hmm. kirk cousins currently has the worst passer rating in the league the Vikings defense doesn't they're like a colander they're like a sieve they just don't really exist I think 29th in the league is that right and Mm -hmm. I just I feel like it's all falling apart for them and they don't have Stefan Diggs which was the best thing they had and so Mike Vrabel's been I mean I think I'm I'm a Vrabel fan club person I think he's a great coach I think he's doing great things with that team Derek Henry's been playing well Steven Guskowski started making his field goals again after week one so I don't see how you could take the Vikings here. This seems mm. like it seems like the it seems too easy. Okay, to take the well, Titans. That's that's exactly why you don't take them because it seems too easy. Now I could be wrong. A lot of the too easy games have been winning, but after the Jaguars last night, I'm like maybe things go back okay. to normal. Okay. Maybe the Titans don't need to be undefeated. Maybe Kirk Cousins isn't somebody. It looks like a, a JV uh, high school quarterback. Maybe it comes back. But Titans definitely the better team right now. You're getting them. They can win by less than a field goal. That went from two and a half, you said, mm-hmm. to one and a half. It's Dave, a good bet to me. Pretty good. Dave, what do you think? I'm going to support um, the the gang here and uh, and and not offer up any 
reasons why that one might not work out, but the, the this is what there we're talking go. about. Week three and too easy. I also am fascinated. What seems too easy is the Packers getting points in New Orleans is an interesting one too, but I'm not going to go with that one right now. I just, yeah, don't go with this. it because, because it's mine. So maybe <laughs> skip that one. It's my okay. pick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to leave the <laughs> I don't want to quibble with anybody else. I don't want to quibble with anyone's picks here, but you can quibble with mine now. I'm rolling with America's team 2020, the Buffalo oh. Bills, who even before they were America's team, way back to 2017, um, since then, when they're playing, a, when they are favored against the number, they're best in the league. Um, Josh Allen is showing a different version of himself than what a lot of um, a lot of people like Jeff Schwartz, the cynics out there, have spoken out against Josh Allen. Exactly what I told you would happen. He's going to get right early in 2020 and gain confidence against bum defenses. Mm. I think Josh Allen, I don't know that the Rams, the way they've performed over 120 minutes, count as a bum defense. They look pretty good. I do think, though, that uh, Josh Allen and company at home, it makes all the sense in the world with the Rams on the East Coast last week. Back on the East Coast here. Um, I, I like that Rams team. I don't love them. I do love the Bills. Mm. I mean, basically, you're picking the Bills to win this one because we're taking it from one and a half down to a half point. So if you like the Bills to win, obviously, this is uh, as guaranteed a, a win as you can get. But I can't wait now to hear, Sal, your breakdown <laughs> of your pick here. Well, here's the thing. I love the Packers a lot. I really do. I like them America's early in the team. week. This is American. Wait, what are they? Uh, Packers over the Saints. Saints coming off a short week. All the things we talked about, Drew Brees averaging less than five yards a pass. This is not an explosive offense anymore without Michael Thomas. This is a pedestrian offense against a Packers team that's just better. It's not even just Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Jones, 236 scrimmage yards. And you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers as an underdog? Four and one straight up. Four and one against the spread in the last five when the Packers have been a dog. They're going to New Orleans. So what? No fans, no chance, Saints. I think they're the better team. They win on the field, but they don't even need to because we're making this. This is good, jumping from plus two and a half. FanDuel is giving us three and a half on this. So go ahead, get Will Lutz, whatever. Win this game by a field goal. We're getting three and a half points. And between my Packers and Dave's Bills and Charlotte's Titans, this boost parlay is going from 484 to plus 550. God bless us all. FanDuel, we cost you over a million dollars week one. We took it easy on you week two, but we are back. We are back for the betters, for the players, and you're going to have to you're gonna have to reach into the fund again. We're going to win. I feel right, great about this. I love it. I love it. I love your picks. I'm I'm Thank all you. in. We're going to do it. I'm 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 so psyched, you guys. Any Let's of the it. teams that we just named and through our support behind loses and blows this for America, you're out of the running for America's team 2020. That's your. Oh, my, that's true. That's the warning I'm going to issue to all these. The teams New England now. Patriots is the only lo logical choice. That's it. That's I love it. Why? This is a, this is another fun one though. This is going to be a good one to follow, and hopefully Sunday night we can sit down in front of the TV with just Sal's game left to <laughs> come through for all of us <laughs> once <I know>. again. <laughs> it's always the best. Uh, Dave, minus three, you and Jeff Schwartz, fade Jeff Schwartz. Jeff likes Jeff likes Cincinnati, right? Yeah. And yeah so if I, you fade him, you're on Philadelphia. Correct. And um, I will say it does make some sense there that 
you know, there aren't going to be fans in the stands, but they in Philadelphia, but they are going to be feeling the Eagles players and specifically Carson Wentz is going to be feeling the crush of local media and beyond. If he comes out and as they go into the locker room at halftime, if Joey Burrow is outperforming him, that sense of what have we done giving this money to Carson Wentz and the calls for Jalen Hurts, which are starting to gather, even if they don't make any sense. And yeah. on the other sideline, the, the real deal, Joe Burrow is playing against them. It's going to get ugly in my Philadelphia. Guy, this is going to be a fascinating game and a fascinating <laughs> situation to keep your eye on. By the way, Fox pumped in the booze last week. For I had not heard that in any other stadium. But the, they, I loved it. They made it legit with the booing uh, right, right there in Philadelphia. Uh, you're at Damashek, right? At Damashek. And uh, yes, at Damashek. Check out uh, Minus 3 at your convenience. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Do the same with Extra Points. Uh, we appreciate all the feedback and all of that. Shout out to my older sister, Amy, in Pittsburgh, who is sad she will not be at the game uh, to watch the Texans and Steelers. But uh, Mean Joe Green shares a birthday with Amy, as I just learned out belatedly. So does Vontez Perfect, Phil Hartman, and Lou Dobbs. That's <laughs> wow. as juicy a gathering for a birthday party of celebrities and my sister that's pretty good. I, I can I ha- think of. I love that. I have Aretha Franklin and Sarah Jessica Parker, so. Ooh, not bad. I, I, have, I have Vince Lombardi. Joe Montana, Stop uh, it. Shia LaBeouf, Henry Hill, <laughs> oh, Jacques, that's pretty good. Jacques Cousteau, um, Adrian Barbeau, <laughs> and Gene Wilder. I, 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 Damn. I, dare, I dare you to beat that I one. I can't. Sal. Well, I all I know is because we te- well, do. You, do you ever text with your celebrity uh, birthday mate? No, I do. It's Huey Lewis. <gasps> he's he's, uh, he's older what? than me, but on July fifth. We uh we call each other Goose Gossage. Wait, Dave, when's um, your birthday? Didi Falco. June eleventh. But I want a new drug all of a sudden. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> uh Charlotte, back in New York. You must have a crazy weekend planned. Oh, so it's much to so catch nuts. up. So nuts. Gonna go to clubs, yeah. gonna go to really yeah. tiny little restaurants inside. No, I'm kidding. Uh don't do any of that. <laughs> Wear a mask. Um, at least until February first. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, but I'm at the Wilder Things. Check out the People's Sports Podcast. Um, I have some stuff up on the Fox Sports app, which you should download. And I'm not just saying that, as I've said before, because it's really Really good and please keep listening to us and tell all your friends yeah tell all your friends or go out and make more friends now's the time to do it and totally. then, uh, subscribe and rate and do all those things it takes like 30 seconds um minus three waiver wired lemon pepper parlay podcast laugh lines there's so much out there from us and uh we love doing it for you and a reminder <laughs> even though you may feel like underdogs remember <laughs> You're all my favorites. Uh. See you Monday.